What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Cullen from the band Sleep Theory over Zoom video. I love this interview not only because Cullen was amazing, but he was in the middle of a tattoo session. So he, he, he comes outside to do the interview and he's got uh, half ink and half the tattoo outline going on. And uh, he was just great. But I appreciated him taking a pause during his tattoo to, to chat. We find out where Colin was born and raised. He was actually born in Ann Arbor, Michigan, but grew up in Mississippi, kind of on the border of Tennessee and Mississippi. So he was like five minutes away from from Memphis. He comes from a very musical family. A lot of people in his family can sing. His dad wrote songs. He actually found a VHS tape of a music video that his dad and mom had together for a song that his dad wrote for his mom. And he's got a really, really cool story about how years later he recorded the song with his dad and they gave it to his mom as a present. But Colin was in local bands and played all throughout uh, Mississippi and Memphis area for a number of years. We find out how Sleep Theory began. It really started as a studio project and Colin kind of built the band around what he was doing in the studio. We hear about the viral moment on TikTok that helped really explode the band, got them in front of a bunch of different record labels. They ended up signing with Epitaph. We hear about that. And Colin goes into the success of that song, Another Way, the one that had the viral moment on TikTok. He also talks about the latest singles, Numb and Gone or Staying. And we learn a lot about the debut EP called Paper Hearts. And one of the songs on that EP was actually the second song that the band had written. You can watch the interview with Colin on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with sleep theory. Awesome. Well, I'm Adam and this is about you and uh, your journey in music. And we'll talk about everything coming up with sleep theory. I, I love the songs you guys have put out thus far, man. And they're really, no, really good. It. Really good. I really appreciate it. It's awesome. And I love the reimagined versions that you've done as well. Like the piano version on the one song and then on numb, it's like, there's like some acoustic elements that come yeah, in. Yeah. There. yeah. Like it's, um, it's like, Popish, but like, like beat, you know, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it or yeah, but yeah, no, dumb. Actually, a lot of people have, we've gotten a lot of people that said that they enjoy the numb reimagined more than the actual song itself. Interesting. I mean, I've like yeah. ver both versions, but you're, you're somebody that can actually sing. So I think that helps quite a bit when it comes to those acoustic -y, like piano songs. Where like I love your voice on like the heavier stuff, but it cuts through on these on these like reimagined like you know less intense versions yeah. of songs too. No, I appreciate that, dude. Seriously, it's yeah, it's really really good. Well, uh, first off, where were you born and raised? Uh, I was born in Michigan. Um, it was uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and okay. I was raised in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Oh, wow. When did you move to Mississippi? Yeah. Uh, I was like two. Okay. Yeah, 
Yeah. I didn't so spend I, much I time I in Ann Arbor. Yeah, no, no. But still, people <laughs> tell me I have like a, an accent, like I'm from Michigan. I'm like, I don't I don't hear it. But, but that's interesting, especially since you probably didn't speak much uh, up until you moved. <laughs> yeah, right. So I've had people from Michigan, like I've been in elevators with people and be like, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, no, nah, I don't They're like, where are you born? I was like, Michigan. They're like, that's where it is. I'm like, dude, I was a, a baby. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know you. Like, no, 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 I know you. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so you moved to Mississippi. What was it like growing up there? Oh man, it was great. Um, yeah, like it's been. It was really quiet. It was really cool about where where we are. So obviously, sleep theory says we're from Memphis, mm-hmm. but you know, like a lot of us live in Mississippi. Oh, um, okay. He lives in memphis i guess you could say um it's like so memphis like if you think of like the circle of memphis then like you know how like you have like the outer cities that like surround like a main city so Uh paulo lives in like the outer like an outer city of memphis which is pretty much memphis while me ben uh, me ben and daniel we live in mississippi which is five minutes from memphis so we call it memphisippi um so you're like in you're totally in a different state then it's that you're that close yeah yeah we're like so we have a a a road that's called state line road so it's like literally so whenever i'm coming to memphis i go across state line because that's the state line like yeah Yeah, we're five minutes from mississippi and then we're like 30 minutes away from arkansas we're the Mid-South. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, because I recently I moved to Nashville about uh, two years ago from San Diego okay. and we we're driving you. You're in you're in uh, West Memphis, Arkansas yeah. for like a bit. And then you go over the bridge and then you're in Tennessee, but you're in West Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. And then it yep. changes. So it's it's crazy how just because I'm from California and the states are the state is so massive. And then like you have right. to drive hours to get into other states. Living yeah. here and like the South is so much different because you can get through states yeah. so fast. From Nashville, you're three hours away from Kentucky. Like you're just like right there. Well, yeah, so, Kentucky's even closer. I mean, like yeah. we're probably three hours from Memphis, but like maybe like an hour from Kentucky. Yeah, really actually, far. you're right. You're, I'm thinking you're right uh, up at the top. Yeah, I'm thinking three hours. Nashville is three hours away from uh, Lexington, from Mem- but you're right. Yes. Um, yeah. But from like, like Memphis, th- yeah, 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 that's a couple hours up. But like the border, yeah. Kentucky's right there. It's wild. Yeah, because then you have to go through uh, Bowling Green, which is like uh-huh. way before Bowling Green, Kentucky's way before. So yeah, you're right. You're like yeah, like an hour away. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So you grew up there, like kind of on the border there of Tennessee and uh, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. It's like right there, man. It is really cool because we have the the country, I guess you could say, but then mm-hmm. like, you know, you go drive five minutes and then you're like in the city area. So it's like really cool. Like it was really quiet area, but then there's just enough to do something, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it was a really good, uh, it was a really good place to grow up. Really cool. That's awesome. What about music? Did you, do you come from like a musical household, artistic household at all? Yeah. Yeah. So my okay. dad is the person that actually got me into music. Um, he didn't know that like whenever, he was like, he was, let me see, I'm 29 now. So he was around like 25 when he did this little music video with my mom. And uh, it was like this 80s thing. And then like, they, it was VHS. And I thought it was the coolest thing. Cause you know, like my dad wrote this song for my mom and they did this music video. And I'm, I didn't, I never told him, but um, I did tell him recently, but that was what actually got me to want to do music. Um, 
because he sang, my grandma sang, my uncle sings, my, uh, my other uncle sings, my aunt sings, like my whole family, like my grandma and my grandma's sister, they all sing. I got some other family that do music and have been for pretty successful in it. Not like, like crazy successful, but they've right. done like pretty cool stuff. Um, but yeah, like the, my family's been pretty, pretty uh, musically, um, I guess you could say inclined. Yeah. Wow. So this, your dad wrote a song for your mom and it's on a VHS tape and it, well, he, made yeah. a music, he made a music video for it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was That's really cool. Awesome. For Father's, <laughs> for, uh, excuse me, uh, for Father's Day. Uh, no, it was his birthday two years ago. The same song that he wrote for my mom. I went to my producer. I was like, I want to give my, my dad a timeless gift. And my dad always told me, he's like, man, if, if you were this, if we were like grew up together and like we did music, we would have did some really cool stuff. So I went to our producer. And I was like, I want to give my dad a timeless gift. So we went back and we re like re remade the song that he did for my mom, like modernized it. And me and my dad both sang on it. So now it's a gift that I was able to give to him that we both sing on a song that, you know, is a time. Oh, that yeah. is the coolest thing I've ever heard. That's like yeah, the coolest present you could possibly yeah. give someone. That's so awesome. Yeah, I uh, for a while I wasn't able to listen to the song because I get all teary. I'm like, oh, oh I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what a rad present! That's amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Um, so your dad was a songwriter as well, or was that kind of a one-off thing that he did? Um, he was. He did it. He pursued it, but. Um, after having my sister and then me, he, he just wanted to, you know, he wanted to focus on doing things. He joined the military and then he just got worked into doing a lot of work and he just, mm -hmm. been, he just did the thing. But whenever he knew that I was interested in doing music, he, he 100% backed it. He supported it and pushed and, you know, without him, I definitely, I know for a fact we wouldn't be where we are. Cause like I've been doing music for 15 years and the minute I was like, y'all want to do this, my dad would help pay for studios and help do this wow. and help do that. And he was, he was really pushing. So that's cool, um, man. The old man really did the thing to help me get here. So it's really <laughs> cool. did you play in bands or anything when you were in, in high school or, or prior to that? Well, and um, actually I was homeschooled. So oh, cool. um, yeah, a lot of people, they, they man, you're pretty outgoing for a homeschooler, but <laughs> <laughs> I've got a homeschooler here at my house. I mean, one of my really? homeschools and the other one does the regular face to face. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. And see, that's the thing I always say, if, if, if people are going to homeschool, always know, like, know your kid, like one, like me and my sister were both homeschooled. It worked out fine for me. Cause I'm like all over the place. I talked to everybody, yada, yada, yada. But for my <laughs> sister, she's a little bit more in the pocket, you know? So like having that, interaction with people would have been better for her but anyway um yeah i was homeschooled uh i you know i didn't sing in choir i didn't do anything it's just i just woke up into consciousness one day and i was singing bobby brown with my dad and uh jumping on the couch and that's how that just was <laughs> wow did you do bands or anything or is this kind of your first oh no uh i mean I it sounds like you've been doing it for 15 years so i, I would imagine yeah, 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 you know, yeah. the projects so, before this yeah, I've done small projects. Um, it was first started with me and my buddy. We would get in the garage and do some stuff. And then I went to doing the full band with some buddies and uh, then left that and started another band and then left that and then started another band and left that. And then over the course of 15 years, did some solo stuff, did this and that, never released anything. Um, but then 
we got to working on sleep theory about like three years ago and uh it's been a been it's been a pretty cool thing man but yeah music has been i've been pushing for it for 15 years in one wow. state form or another wow 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 so with um with those other bands and, and everything were you just doing local stuff local shows and yeah just local shows um like i i built a name for myself around memphis where like I would go around to like different venues and people would, you know, know me or recognize me or something like that. Just like people that worked at the venues or other bands, but never anything that was like on a, like a, Oh, like these people are in this band. Like this is, you know, like I was in a, a pretty well-known Memphis band, but it was never for <laughs> good reasons. <laughs> those okay. guys, are just, those guys are, they were a handful and I was not, I was not trying to be a handful with them. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so this band, um, you started what? I think I read 2019 ish. Is yeah. Yeah. About okay. 2019, 2020. Yeah. Okay. And did you know the other guys in the band beforehand? Um, uh, it was a studio project for about a year and a half. And then I met Paolo at a birthday party. He was singing my heart by Paramore. Now. Oh, like, wow. Dude. I was like, boy, <laughs> I need you to come across, uh, come and like come to the studio with me and like do some crazy, you know, do some writing and whatnot. He was like, no, I'll just do photography for free. And this and that. I was like, Paolo, you're way too talented to like just throw your talent away. Like I peer pressured this guy. He was like, all right, fine. I'll be in the band. He's like, I know how to play drums. I was like, well, I don't need you to play drums. <laughs> I need to pay. Uh, he's like, what do you need me to do? Play guitar? I was like, no, I need you to play bass. He's like, I don't play bass. I was like, ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. He'll pick <laughs> it up. Yeah, like, you'll be good. You'll be good. And after like a month, he picked it up and he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm good to go. The reason I didn't want uh, him on, on drums is because Paolo has such a, like a vibrant, like personality about himself. Like he, like, you don't want to put talent like that. Like, first off, there's nothing wrong with being a drummer, but when you have like talents, like being a good front man and like being able to sing, being able to like, you know, work the crowd. Like you don't want that just behind the drum set. Cause mm -hmm. Paolo does a lot of vocals now, like on a, a lot of these tracks, you know? So mm -hmm. imagine Paolo not singing on numb, you know, cause he's right. behind the drum, you know, imagine him not singing on uh gone or stand because he's you know, like, there's just so much talent that he has. This dude plays guitar. He plays drums. He plays bass. Now he plays piano. He sings is a videographer. It's photographer, like a well-known one around Memphis at that. Like he's just, Damn. Yeah, he's a he's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Dragon Ball Legends, the ultimate Dragon Ball experience on your mobile device. Dragon Ball Legends features action-packed anime action RPG gameplay with Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, and all your favorite Dragon Ball characters. Summon your favorite characters from popular Dragon Ball anime series, such as Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT to Dragon Ball Super. Fight in real time against friendly or rival Dragon Ball players from across the globe in live PvP battles. Enter ratings matches with your favorite Dragon Ball characters and earn rating points and rewards. Unite with friends to defeat powerful foes in co-op. Dragon Ball Legends features the best anime fighting scenes on your mobile device. And now, Legends Festival is on, so you can get up to 300 free summon tickets. Are you ready? Download Dragon Ball Legends today. Available for free on both iOS and Android devices. Bring me back 
did this project kind of start as your own like solo thing that you're doing in the studio and you built a band um, around it, it or no? Like, so the band that I was in that I, that I ended up leaving, uh-huh. they were going to be a part of this project. But as I said, I just ended up, it didn't work out. I just right. parted ways with them. And then we were working, me and our producer, Dave, uh, David Cowell, uh, we were in the studio and we were just like, man, let's just cook up ideas and just like do this thing and we'll just keep bouncing off of each other. So we did that for probably about like a year and a half. And then we found Paolo. Then Paolo came in and he started doing some writing with us. And then over time, Ben and Daniel came up, uh, became a part of the process. And so it's been a studio project where we're sitting there and we would literally just like dissect things. Like we would just sit there and be like, oh, like, what does this sound? You know, how do we do this? So the writing process has been really cool. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, bands, they get in a room and they all like play guitars and jam out for hours until they figure out something cool. Like some people do. And you know, that, that was how it works. But now in today's society, you know, you have technology, you sit there and you record something and you're like, ah, I'll sit with this for like a month or two weeks. And then we'll come back to it and see how we feel about it. You know? So, um, it's been a really fun process writing and, you know, having, Ben, Paolo, Daniel, they all add so much to it. it, It's really cool. That's awesome. So you started the, you said you guys started kind of the end of 2019. So then the pandemic happens and do you have the band? Like, are you guys all writing or working together at this point or that come later down the line? It was a little bit later down the line. Yeah. Okay. So you just had some stuff with, with sleep there. You had like your ideas or didn't really have everybody together quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you, you put a song up on what, like TikTok is kind of what puts you on the map. Is that yeah. fair to say? It was, um, it was another way. Um, so we had actually released that song before. It was like in 2022, we had released the song back in like May. And uh, it was just, you know, like we were excited. We put it up and it didn't do the numbers. Like we had it up for maybe like three months. And we we're like, you know, this song is great. We love this song, but it's not enough. Like we had like maybe 5,000, 6,000 plays on it. And we're like, it's not enough. We know the you song guys, sorry, sorry. Were you guys like playing around? Like, were you, were you getting your name out there at, or was it just no. like, you guys are still just like uh, doing the studio thing and putting up. The no, we were still doing the studio thing, but people knew they knew who we were. Like, uh, okay. like we were offered shows like before we had even released a song and the people, you know, we we're like, dude, you don't even know what, our sound is and they, they would just be like look we know who's in the band okay <laughs> you, know yeah, yeah. you guys and are so gonna be good like, right. okay <laughs> so um got it yeah we released it and uh it, you know it didn't do as well as we you know we hoped and whatnot because we didn't have any marketing behind it we we're just a local band looking to uh-huh. release our song and have fun you know and so we're just like we had a moment where like you know this song can do a lot more it can be a lot more let's just take it down and we'll you know release it again with marketing and so we we took it down and um, back in January, whenever we did release it, it was on a whim. It was like on a like, like if I leaned a little bit more to the left, it would have never got released. Um, because like, you know, like, like we said, we had released it before and it didn't do what we wanted it to do. So now here we are. We're just like, yo, should we release it? Like, should we tease it on TikTok? Like, oh, well, you know, last year it didn't do as good as we hoped. And, uh, you know, all these negatives like were. We're just like, dude, you know, whatever. And so I posted it and woke up the next day and it was going berserk on my personal page. And I was like, Paolo, like everybody, I was like, repost this. And they reposted it on their page. 
Pal, it went viral on Palace page. And I was like, let's post it to the band's page. And we posted it to the band's page and it went viral again. And then we oh posted it again to the band's page and viral again. We're like, okay, so clearly this isn't a fluke. Like, <laughs> right. clearly something good is happening here. So, um, yeah, like that, that really catapulted us. And, you know, with it being a studio project for three years, like that wasn't the only song we had. You know, we had, like we had songs locked and loaded, uh, you know, for a long time. We we're like, you know, these sound good. They sound great to us, but will it sound good to people? But then we're just like, you know, what, whatever, let's go. And we started, you know, releasing what we had already had cooked. And so it was, it was, you know, it's a good thing that we didn't already just, we only had one song done, <laughs> you know? Yeah. At least you, it wasn't like, okay, we have this viral thing. And then now what we got to like hurry yeah. up and try to write a song yeah, or try to yeah. follow this wave or, at the time that we released another way, we had maybe like eight other songs ready to go. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, maybe eight, uh, eight, maybe ten. I don't know. I lost, I lost count. <laughs> from <laughs> from that, from that, is that how you guys got linked up with Epitaph? I mean, to sign with Epitaph yeah. is massive. Yeah, um, Epitaph. Uh, they hit us, and man, it was like we're we're a band of like vibes, and so like the vibe with Epitaph when we were doing the the Zoom calls, it was just great. And I remember um, uh, one of the people on the on the, the, the phone call after we we're hanging up, they're like, you guys are going to sign with Epitaph. And we're like, ah. like, I like I got off the phone. I was like, how does she, she know? How does she know? How does she know? And we got on the Zoom call. We we're like, yeah, Epitaph for sure. And uh, awesome. Yeah. Like, man, uh, it's been it's been great. It's uh, Epitaph has been a record label that um, like it housed like so many bands that i was into personally and same thing with paolo like the the band that got me like interested and like threw me deep into the genre was actually escape the fate oh um, really so uh the first song i heard about escape the fate was uh, not good enough for the truth and cliche and the first song that paolo heard was situations and no. uh <laughs> it just comes full circles like we're really big into like sleeping with sirens we're really big into you know, uh, Sayosin, we're mm -hmm. big into like all these bands that Epitaph has. And so it just, it just made so much sense for it to be like full circle that that's the, that's the label that we would want to sign with. So it's really cool having that offer and being able to be on their, uh, being on their roster. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I know they're like one of the, they're one of the greatest labels there are in my opinion. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. they're that's great. amazing. Um, and then you, I mean, Nam was at the first, was that the first one you put out with Epitaph? kind of uh yes actually. yeah okay and yeah, yeah. and you recently put out I mean, and that song did awesome right i mean it, on octane i mean it's getting number one numbers in active rock i mean it's getting radio play which is like wild for a band that has you know just kind of coming out the gate yeah. right i must have just all been stuff like oh my gosh like this is this is happening like to right. be doing this for 15 years yeah and you know like um and the thing, you know, a lot of people, we've gotten so many comments, oh, like, oh, this is an industry plan. Oh, you know, this and that, you know. And I mean, like, it's just, it's just, I can't help it that, you know, it went viral on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Not you know, but uh, I think people, and I mean, it, you know, obviously, that's just how the mind works. You know, people see, you know, they'll see us as like this. I still consider it's like a local band, you know, but I know that, you know, a lot of people are like, you're not a local band anymore. But I still have that, like, I still feel like I have like a, 
I don't. I, how can I say it? I don't know. But you know, like a lot of bands work years and years and years to like get to to get things that we may have gotten within you know just a few months, and that's a that's a that's a incredibly humbling. But you know, people would be mad at us and be like, "Oh, you know, like who are these guys? Like they did this and they did that," but they don't understand the the they only see what's in front of them instead of seeing that like, Oh, they don't know the story of how, you know, I've worked 15 years to do this. They don't know how long Paolo has been working, uh, you know, to do like we've all, everybody in the band individually has been doing music for years mm -hmm. and like pushing for years. And so, I mean, like, you know, you, you don't get success. Like, you know, it, they, they feel as if like, Oh, we just started and we're just there, you know, it's right. just like, but it's, there was more that, there's more behind the scenes that people don't realize, but you know, it's, it's really cool. It's extremely humbling, you know, being able to get those radio plays and being able to be on octane and be able to do this and that, you know, a lot of bands, like we said, you know, they do this for years, but it, I think sometimes it can be just as challenging having it like in a snap. Cause now you're just like, how do I like keep the momentum? You right. know, like these bands that have been doing it for years, they know how to keep the momentum because they they've been doing it. They've been working. They've been, you know, they know the ins and outs. But for a local nobody band, they get the spotlight. And then like you're here, you got labels looking at you. Our team wants to do this. They, like you're trying to figure out how to breathe. Like, what right. do I do? Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I it must be overwhelming. Not that you guys didn't work hard. Obviously, I mean, you've been doing it for 15 years and then this this, you know, uh, the people that are all together now just happen to do something that resonated more so with people than anything that you guys yeah. have worked on prior. Um, and then, so you put out gone, gone staying is the, the latest song. Are you doing something as far as like an EP? Are you going to put something out with like, do you have a plan for that? Or are you putting on more oh, yeah. singles? Uh, the, uh, the EP release is actually September 29th. Yeah, 29. Steve's oh, gonna awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's September 29th. Yeah, the whole the whole Paper Hearts EP comes out of uh, six songs um that are on the EP. And one of those songs is actually the second song that was actually written uh in the project. So um Enough, that is which is on Paper Hearts, is the uh, is the second song that we wrote as Sleep Theory. Uh, wow. So, yeah, like that's like that's like a that's a, a oldie to me. It's an oldie because like we did that back in 2020. So that okay. you know that's a whole one for me. But for everybody else, it's like oh yeah, this is new. Like yeah, I've been hearing this song for three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing, and you're doing some. You have some dates coming up also, or you're doing some shows. I yeah, man. Or, um, you, you played so a bunch with us. You know, a couple months ago, right? And the end of yeah, we did uh, with shine set down. it off. Yes, yeah, shine down. Yeah, it was great, man. Uh, doing you know, being able to be on the road with shine down was you know, really great. It was really, really humbling once again, you know, being able to be out there on the road with those guys. I've been doing it for so long and have such a you know, a great stage presence, but like a great following. And like, they're just they're just great guys, like, truthfully, like, truthfully, honestly, they treated us. Uh, great and they respected us we respected them and they just made sure to give us like what we needed they were really patient with us and it was a it was a great first tour for us to be on yeah and that's awesome and yeah you got a bunch of big stuff coming up too i mean you're i think your your cd release is gonna or your i think the day the album comes out you're doing uh 
Hard Rock in Vegas, right? Um, or pretty close around that time. Close, yeah. The yeah. Uh, the EP comes out a day after Vegas, actually. So okay. Vegas is the twenty eighth, and yeah, then it comes out the 29th. ninth. Um, uh, but yeah, we have I Prevail on the twenty first, and then we do Louder Than Life on the twenty fourth. That's huge. Yeah, it's just you're so close to Nashville, man. You should come by. I know. Yeah, my buddy's band is playing it too. So, uh, I, what day? Do you know what day you guys are? What day you play? Uh, we play the twenty fourth. I'm not sure the time. Okay. But, yeah, my yeah, birthday's so the twenty third, and I, I should just come up. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I appreciate your time, dude. I, I, it's funny you say that you guys are a local band, but um, I, I don't think so. And then. Uh, in a year from now, when we're having another conversation like this, I think you guys are going to be just Man, I massive at that you. point. I, uh, I hear your songs. I was like, I was shocked that, you know, this is kind of the first stuff you've put out thus far, as far as this band goes. Yeah. Uh, man, I appreciate it, dude. It's, um, you know, I, I like to, I don't know. I like to keep that, that mindset of, you know, still looking at myself as being like, a fan. That's why I still, you know, say, Oh, we're, you know, a local band and whatnot, but you know, it's uh, a blessing. And, you know, what we were talking about earlier is just like, you know, people have worked years and years and years to get to like these places and things of that sort. And by the time they get there, they may be like, they may be tired or they might not be as bright eyed about things. And they might not be as like, you know, I think it's really cool that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we didn't have to work years to, you know, and it just happened on virally over TikTok. But with that, you know, I'm seeing the good in it because I still look at myself as being that person that was in the crowd because nine months ago, I was that person in the crowd. So the way that I would want to be treated as a fan or the way that I would want my, my, my favorite musician or a musician engage with me, we have that, we still have that feeling that we were just that person. So we, we, we engage with people you know, it, it's just really cool. It's really fun that we can, that we have, you know, we're not just like, oh man, this is like our 18th, 20th tour. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. God, you know, it's yeah. it really is still fun for us. And that's, that's how we want to keep it, man. I love it, dude. Well, I appreciate your time. I'll let you get back to your tattoo. I have one more quick question for you before I let you sure. go, though. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, Exactly that. Exactly what I was just saying, man. Like, no matter where are you like if i feel like a lot of people have this this uh this uh what's the word uh i'm looking for persona you know whenever they're musicians like don't try to have a persona and be cool or like be mysterious or thing like that like connect with your people you know like remember whenever you were first a fan remember how you like viewed the person on stage and remember the feeling that you used to get whenever you would like reach out and your favorite musician would give you a high five or something like that like take that and like run with that because people connect more whenever you're being genuine than it is like trying to be a mystery and them trying to figure you out like don't try to be figured out just let them know you that's what i would say <laughs> 